You're listening to the Platte River Bard. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. We are talking with, once again, our representative from the 2021, this time, Omaha Fringe Festival, Tamar Newman. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It's nice to be here. Yes. It's nice to see you in person this time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. That's yes. right. <laughs> we are coming to you right now from the Hot Shops in downtown Omaha. You remarked uh, when we came through here that you hadn't actually been here before. I haven't. It's amazing. It's pretty neat It really is. Yes, it is. And they Mm -hmm. were kind enough to let us come here and and meet here so you don't have to go out to the sticks to talk to us. But it's nice to have you again. And uh, the 2021 Omaha Fringe Festival is on. It's in person. Yes. Uh, It's going. Yes. Tell us about it, man. Yeah, I'd love to tell you a little bit about it. Um, So the festival is happening, as you said, in person this year. We're very excited to be able to get everybody together. Obviously, we will follow all COVID protocols. So we have a very specific plan for audience and artists to make sure that everybody will remain safe. Excellent. During the festival. Um, But we will be here in Omaha. We'll be at UNO again this year. We'll be doing the Black Box Theater. And then we're opening up into a new space this year. We'll be at Big Canvas Theater in Blackstone. All right. So we're very excited to have two spaces and kind of get people in different parts of the city and out and about and having a good time while they're watching theater so excellent and that's so neat that they have a new space so it's it'll be neat to see that yes yes if you haven't had a chance to go down to the big canvas space you should it's very beautiful and a really wonderful part of town um lots of fun things to do right near their theaters we're very excited that big canvas is partnering with us this year and that we can use their space great and they're actually going to be performing they are yes we're excited they were in our first festival they've been a huge supporter of omaha fringe since the our inception three years ago and they will be another art one of our 12 artists this year again and we're very excited to have them back yes indeed yeah what does it say on the website what does it say 36 performances 12 companies one community six days two venues yes august 5th through the 7th and 12th through the 14th um the weekdays are at uh what do they start at either 5 30 or 6 i saw and then yes the saturdays start around 1 30 yeah yeah and our shows run until we kind of alternate uh the times that they'll be running and they run every hour with a half hour in between and the last show typically starts about 10 o'clock p.m nice. it's so nice to be able to have those two two venues and i know you're doing it probably because of covid but is that something you think you might do in 2022 yeah well it, we had originally expanded wanted to expand into multiple venues for 2020 and obviously um we didn't have a festival in 2020 Mm -hmm. um but uh we continue to have that partnership with big canvas for 2021 and then hopefully in 2022 we will continue to expand outward and so we'll remain with UNO and Big Canvas, you know, providing cool. that those partnerships still exist and then we'll continue to expand throughout the city. Our hope is to have a lot of different venues. That so. would be great. Well, and then speaking of uh, the, you know, the year that didn't happen last year, because I know uh, I'm, I'm in one of the productions this year and I know we were supposed to do last year and I, I know that the Fringe kind of contacted everyone and said, hey, how about 
everybody just come and do this yeah, next year. And I know that almost everybody was able to, were we able to get yeah. everybody? Or? Yeah. So we, um, last in 2020, we had already had our lottery party. So we had our 15 artists selected before we decided to go ahead and shut down the festival. Mm-hmm. And so we had asked those artists that if they were interested in staying for 2021 to let us know, everybody agreed. Unfortunately, you know, as 2021 rolls around, life happens. Yeah. You know, a lot has happened to everyone this last year, right? So we did end up losing a few of the original artists from 2020, but we kept the majority of them. Okay. Um, And then we uh, offered some of the spots. So with the lottery party, uh, we just basically take all of the artists and draw them. Everybody who applies just gets drawn out in order. Okay. And that becomes your spot on the waiting list. So then okay. when we when some artists were unable to do it, we were able to just reach out to our waiting list and fill some of, them, some of those spots. Okay. So we weren't, our goal was to have 15 performers or performances this year. We didn't quite make that just with the challenges of COVID and coming back and everything. So we ended up with 12, which we're very excited that's, about. Yeah, that's fine. I think it'll be a great number. Yeah. They're all wonderful performers. We're very excited about the variety that's going to exist at the festival. Yeah, and speaking of that, what do we have? We have, well, like you said, we have Big Canvas is performing for sure. And they're doing uh, something that's titled Once Upon a Time in Omaha. Then we have the Picture Window Puppet Theater doing mixtape. Written by Ellen Struve. Uh, Brooke Barcel. I'm mm-hmm. hoping I'm saying that yeah. right. Brooke Barcel. <laughs> Brooke makes funny comedy special. That, that's what she's doing. She's doing stand-up comedy. Chrysalis Studio Productions is doing Belly Dance, a celebration. And then, and I feel so bad. I'm not sure how to pronounce this. And this is the one I'm in. Past... Pasteurize. Is, is that what that's supposed to be? Yes. <laughs> she spelled it. It was so weird. Pasteurize Productions Lunch Date. You remember date. it that way. That's the whole oh, point. I, I looked at that and go, how are you supposed to say that? Lunch Date. That's the one I meant. Uh, Max in One Productions is doing Mother Night. Serena Nor is Serena. doing... Serena. Serena Nor is doing Run for Cover. The Actor of School Club is performing. Jungle Productions 2 is doing Prohibition 100 Years, Temperance is Dead. Gurukulam Center for the Indian Arts is performing. The New Age Theater Company, Fragmented Reality, that's what they're doing. And Less Miss presents <laughs> The Hero's Journey, an improvised musicale. Mm, yeah, and if I may, just I'll Please. talk a little bit about some Please. Some of these are our yeah. uh, returning artists for us. We're yes. excited. So Big Canvas, as we said. Mm-hmm. Um, Jungle 2 Productions by Tim Barr. He was in our mm. first festival, so we're excited to have him back. Uh, Chrysalis Studio Production, our belly dancers, they're back again this year. Excellent. They were wonderful that first year. Um, the After School Club is... Uh, Jeremy Stoll's, some former students of Jeremy Stoll. So I don't know, last two years ago for The Fringe, we did, Jeremy Stoll did the Little Wars production that they took to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Okay, okay. And so um, he's kind of helped facilitating producing this one, but the students are all in charge of directing and putting it together. And it's a devised piece of theater as well that cool. they're doing. So that's really fun. So kind of a returning yeah. person to the fringe, but not a little bit in that um, sense. Yeah. So we're excited about that. And Serena Noor, she wasn't in our first fringe. She's actually a writer from New York. Mm. And we worked with her over 2020 for Omaha Fringe Presents and did a virtual stage reading of her play. And so we're excited to have her 
come here in person and do a yeah. full production of her play. So we actually have two artists that are not from Omaha. So Serena Noor and then Max in One Productions. He is from New Jersey. So they're hiring, they've hired local directors and local actors, um, but they're the writers of those pieces. So they'll okay. come out and be a part of it. And we're very excited to have, you know, some outside artists come in a little bit. And then also all of our amazing local artists. So, right. so how are the COVID restrictions? How How is that... How is the logistical piece of it going to work? Yeah, for sure. So um, right now we are following the CDC guidelines for mask wearing for our artists. So we've we've um, allowed our artists to perform without masks. Uh, it's just as an actor, <laughs> it's not exactly a lot of fun it's to, rough. To, <laughs> to perform with a mask on. So we're really excited and grateful to be able to allow them to take that off and be able to perform their art it's nice. um, in an authentic way. We are going to request that our audience members continue to wear masks. Um, and then we are still limiting capacity in both of our venues. Okay. And we will be doing distancing between audience member groups. So we've arranged the theater spaces so that they can sit in groups but then be distanced from other groups. Okay. Um, and then we also have a plan for how the artists will be worked walked through the building so that there's not as much contact. We have extra space in the dressing rooms. Um, and then, of course, we have a plan for the audience on how to make sure that we're keeping the lobbies spaced out and separate so that the audience members feel comfortable since we will be doing everything inside. And by the middle of August, they could even change a little bit. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. You know, we're paying attention to everything and we are making sure that we are... Um, following all the guidelines, probably over precautious in many ways, you know. It's okay. Um, so we're just wanting to make sure that everybody, artists, audience, stays safe, even though it feels like the pandemic is over. We know that it is not. Can't quite. Yeah. yeah. Not so quite there must be vigilant. Yes. yes. We will continue to yes. make sure that everybody is safe and things are cleaned and people are distanced and. Mm -hmm. Cool. I can't wait. Uh, I was I was so much looking forward to being a part of the Fringe last year, and I can't wait to be a part of it this year. And I think it's great. I'm looking forward to going and seeing the shows, especially a big canvas uh, in their new place. Yeah. I'm dying to see it. Um, and I think I think you said they were opening this month. I think I saw that too. That they're 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 opening back up this month. I yeah. think. Yeah. 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 And you can certainly go to their website and check out any um, what their shows look like and stuff yeah. to see if that's but, yeah. true. So but, we're but, not yeah. leading you astray. That's all right. But yes, I, they are ramping up soon, if not in June, very yeah. very soon. Like everybody is right now. Yes. Everybody's ramping back up, and it's nice to see. And I'm. So glad that the Fringe uh, was able to get so many people back. Yes, well, we were very excited to have everybody come back. You guys are going to be doing before the August 5th through 7th, which is when it kicks off, is you guys are going to be having a preview party. Yes. Uh, the weekend before, so August 30, July, or July excuse 31st. me, July 31st. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yes. Where is that going to be and what's that going to be about? Okay, so it's pretty common for a Fringe Festival to do some kind of preview, so you have an opportunity to check out what, who is going to be in the festival and what do you want to go see, where do you want to spend your time, you know, because cool. there's so many different things happening. Yes. So um, we are going to hold ours July 31st at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Big Canvas Theater. 
Mm-hmm. So if you want to check out theater, this is the opportunity to check it out. Oh, wow. um, and that evening, we will be doing a preview of each of the shows. So a little short preview, get to hear a little bit about the show, who's in the show, get a little clip, a feel for what the show might be like. Um, so you can kind of plan your schedule. So that evening will also be a fundraiser for us. So we're asking for a $15 donation at the door as the ticket costs to come in if that's possible for you. Cool. So it should be a really fun night. Colleen O'Dordery, I don't know how many people are familiar with her. She's a local writer here. She was in our first Fringe Festival in 2019. She wrote Mo- Moa Berthick. Okay. The, she's a co-artistic director for Anastasis Theater Company. They're doing a play with Great Plains this fall called Stories on the Brink about oh. stories of people who have been homeless. It's really amazing. They did a little preview at Great Plains. Yeah. It's really... I think I saw something about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really powerful. Yes. Anastasis does really great work here yeah. in the community with the way they create art and lift voices that are not normally heard. So yeah. anyway, yeah. she she is amazing and hilarious, and she's going to host it for us cool. that night. Um, so we're very excited to have her come back and be involved in the Fringe in that capacity this year. So it should be a really fun night. So come out, see what Fringe show you want to see, hang out with us, have a good time, check out Big Canvas, yeah. and it'll be a good time. And the Fringe Festival is, in, pe- in case people don't know, it's it's kind of a worldwide Thing. Yes, yeah. So World French Day is July 11th, and yeah, so they exist all over the world. Obviously, it was started in Edinburgh um, a long time ago in the 1950s, mm-hmm. and then it's just kind of grown all over. There are a lot of really big festivals, a lot of really small festivals, and there is a World Fringe organization that kind of gathers us all and kind of keeps tabs on all of us so that if you ever wanted to know does this place have a fringe you can go to that right. website and find out if they do have a fringe and when it is and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and how did you get involved in fringe then um well minnesota fringe festival they have a very amazing fringe festival if you're mm-hmm. aware of it and theirs has existed for almost 30 years now mm. And it's one of the oldest in the United States. Yeah. And so when I was living up there, I became aware of Fringe and had the opportunity to work with the festival as a volunteer for a number of years. So mm-hmm. just become, just being aware of it, knowing what it did, how it did it, all that kind of stuff. When I came down to Omaha, that gave me the opportunity to create something like it here. And I know you have several degrees in theater and English, but were you also doing theater up in Minnesota at the same time you're volunteering and doing French? I did do a little bit of theater in Minnesota, not as much as I probably would have wanted to. I worked with a theater company um, south of the Twin Cities called Chameleon Theater Circle. I was on their board and I helped with their development, so grant writing, and also worked with um, choosing season, you know, like the play selections for the season. They, every year they do a new play festival. And so I was involved in that festival with them and helped read through the scripts and choose them. And, you know, it was experience for this. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you moved to Omaha and realized we didn't have one and 
and decided to decided we needed one. That's awesome. <laughs> That's thank you. Yeah. So I was thank say, you. I'm originally from Kansas City, and we've had one down there for a, a while. Yeah, that uh, one's pretty old too. It's older. Yeah, yeah. it's been around but, for a while. Uh, yeah, so it was always a thing, and then it was like, oh, it's new up here, and I'm like, oh, cool, <laughs> excellent. Yes, new to Omaha, but not a new concept. I know, so yes. it's great. I love it, and I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad it, it it survived 2020 and continues, and you guys have kept it rolling and. You're just kind of, you know, thinking towards the future mm-hmm. and to keep it rolling in the future now. Yes, we really want it to be a festival that stays in Omaha for as long as we can have it stay here. I yeah. think that Omaha needs it. They mm-hmm. need an opportunity to have artists perform and try new things. Yep. Right. Yep. So. This town likes its arts, man. It's mm. very true. Yeah, it's a great town for arts. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And, uh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank yes, you so much for meeting you. us down here yeah, at the Hot Shops. <laughs> thank uh, you. Yes, indeed. And uh, looking forward to seeing the rest of the stuff that's in the Fringe Festival. And, of course, myself, I'm frantically learning lines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see it. Yes, me too. <laughs> Probably feels weird after about a year. I know. I'm so excited to get back to it. We're all just dying to perform. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Cool. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you so much. We'd like to give a big thank you to Tamar and also the Hot Shops Art Center downtown at 13th and Nichols. And now the dates for the Omaha Fringe Festival. Real quick to run them down. The dates and times. Thursday, August the 5th. Things kick off at 6 p.m. at the UNO Theater. Friday, August 6th, things kick off at 6 p.m. at the UNO Theater. Saturday, August 7th, things kick off at 1.30 p.m. at the UNO Theater. And that's the first weekend. The second weekend, you come up on Thursday, August 12th. That starts at 5.30 p.m. And this is where they have the two venues. Some of them that evening are at the UNO Theater and some of them are at the Big Canvas Theater. Friday, August 13th, things kick off at 5.30 p.m. again, UNO Theater and Big Canvas Theater both that evening. Saturday, August 14th, things kick off at 1.30 p.m. at both the UNO Theater and the Big Canvas Theater. Big Canvas Theater, let's not forget, is the new location at 3624 Farnham. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard. <laughs>